You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 89. Do you struggle with shiny object syndrome? You know that feeling of wanting to join every new platform out there because it might just be the new best thing for your business? Today's guest has some incredible insight on creating a marketing plan to keep your focus where it belongs. Stay tuned in until the end to hear Tim's special offer for the listeners of the show. Hi, Tim. Welcome to the show. Maria, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, let's start with your background and how that led you into Rialto Marketing. Yeah, sure. My entrepreneurial journey has been a a winding road, as I think most are. It's not really a straight path. But when I graduated from college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I ended up getting involved with the wholesale distribution company. I was the first full-time employee there, ended up becoming a partner. I just loved it. I was hooked the minute I got into it and managed that company on a day-to-day basis for for nine years. We grew about 60% a year on average. And we, in 2005, we sold the company. I, uh, I stayed on with the company that bought us for another three years. And then after that, I actually, this was about 2008 timeframe. I was living in Northern California at the time, moved with the company out to, to Denver where I am now. And I ended up getting laid off in early 2009. We, we all know what happened around that timeframe. And so I got laid off by the company that, that bought us, which is not as uncommon as people might think. So I, at that point, I, I had come off a real high and then I got laid off and I was like, man, what's my next chapter going to be? And I decided to get into residential real estate and I'd been interested in it from an investment standpoint. I said, gosh, let me, no better way to, to learn it than to, you know, just jump into it. And so I became a realtor and I was selling residential properties. At the time I was doing a lot of short sale business because there was a lot of foreclosures. So I was helping people sell their house for less than what it was worth to avoid foreclosure. And man, I learned a lot. I was putting myself outside my comfort zone all the time, but I did not enjoy it. It was just not a good fit for me. And and I made the decision when I when I was getting to the point where I said, man, I'm I'm just, I wake up every day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this all over again. And as a business owner, I, for me, when that's happening, it's time to do something different. And so I started thinking about what I loved about being in distribution and some of my skill sets. And that's when I decided to to get into what I'm doing now, which is which is marketing. And uh, I've been doing that since 2013 timeframe. And uh, now we're just, we're working with service businesses primarily, just helping them simplify marketing so they can grow with less stress. And we do that by helping them create and implement a plan to get the right message in front of the right people. To me, that's what, what marketing's all about. So that's my journey in a nutshell. Well, it's so interesting that you reflected back on the one thing that you did enjoy when you were in your original, your first job, because it seems like an easier path might have been just to go work somewhere or just to do something, you know, try something different. But I think that reflection is so important to really find that thing that you enjoy doing. Yeah, it's, you know, I struggle with that from time to time. It's just, I think it's, if we can find where our gifts are and what we really excel at and find whether it's a a job or a business that you're going to run, that really allows you to get in your gifts. I think that's where we're all going to do our best work. I agree. Well, did you always see yourself starting your own business? Yeah, you know, because I got when I got out of college, because I 
I was very entrepreneurial at that point and I became a partner in the company that I was in day to day. I, you know, I just haven't, I haven't really known anything else. And even after we got bought and I was working for the company that bought us because of how things went down, I had a lot of autonomy and I'm just used to working for myself. And I think most people that own their own business know what I'm talking about when I say it's once you get used to doing that, it's really hard to do anything different. I agree. Yeah. I think it would be really hard to go back to somebody else creating the schedule for you and being, you know, on call when it's your own business. Maybe you're on call all the time, but it doesn't seem as painful, you know? <laughs> I just think there's that sense of I'm building something for myself, right? Exactly. And, and for my future. And there's definitely, there's a lot of autonomy in doing that. There's certainly some downsides. There's some risk involved and it's not always an easy journey. If it was, most people would go down this, this path, but it, it's not. So right. it takes a special kind of person to do it. Well, with that being said, which areas of business do you see most small businesses struggling with? I Well, in the beginning, it's obvious, it's marketing. And I mean, I'm obviously biased when I say that, Maria, but I've always felt like if you don't have marketing, bringing in leads and, and helping you convert customers, you can have the best product or service in the world and it doesn't matter because you're not going to be in business. And so marketing is such an, a critical component of any business, but especially when you're just starting out, I mean, you have to have some type of marketing plan that's going to help you bring in leads and new customers. Otherwise, you're not going to be in business for very long. Right. Yeah. That's. I think that's so painful when you create a product, or you have a service and you put it out to the world, but maybe you don't promote it enough or you're not putting it on the right platform and it just goes to die. So you're right. I mean, if people don't find this amazing product, I don't see how success is going to follow. It's not. You know, right. and I, here's the way I look at marketing. I, I view marketing as getting someone who has a need or a problem that you can solve to know, like, and trust you. So we've got to be putting ourselves out there in some way, shape, or form, getting those people to know, like, and trust us until they get to the point where they're like, yep, the pain I have or the need I have is, is great enough at this point. I'm raising my hand and I want to find out what that next step is with you. That's all the job of marketing is. And if, if we're doing a good job with our marketing, when people raise their hand, the sales process becomes much, much easier. Could you give me an example of a success story of one of your clients? Yeah, sure. So one of the companies that comes to mind is actually a, a commercial cleaning company. The owner I had known, I was in a networking group. Shouldn't say a networking group. It was more of a mastermind group. And he was in that group. He he actually was a realtor and he bought a an existing commercial cleaning company. And the company was doing okay when he bought it, but he, he came in, he saw some opportunity. And so we when we got involved with him and the way we typically work with clients is we want to make sure that clients have those fundamentals in place because the fundamentals in any discipline, I don't care whether it's marketing or not, they don't change. They're the same. And so with marketing, I see so many people skip the fundamentals and they get they get into tactics immediately and they just spin their wheels. It's like, oh, well, I, you know, I tried SEO or I tried Facebook or whatever it is and it didn't work. Well, 
most of the time, it's the right tactic. It's just at the wrong time. And when we skip the fundamentals, we're building a house without a foundation, which is just not going to last long. So when we got involved with him, we helped him put in those fundamentals. And to me, the fundamentals of marketing are your target market, you know, who are you going to serve and how are you going to serve those people, creating a clear, engaging message to, to attract those people, and then having a plan of how you're going to get that message in front of those people. So when we started working with him, he had a really good understanding of who his target market was. We just helped him put that messaging in place that really differentiated his business from everybody else. And in, in a lot of service businesses, it's so common for people in that industry to just, their messaging is very me too. If I go to five commercial cleaning websites and eliminate the logos, they all say the same thing. I'm going to have no idea who that company actually is. And so messaging is not overly difficult when you have a framework, an idea, and an idea of how you're going to create it. So we helped him create that messaging that differentiated him from the competition, helped him put that website in place, and then helped him work his plan. He was doing a lot of offline marketing. From an online standpoint, we helped him with Google Ads and drive leads that way while some of the other stuff he was doing offline had a chance to, to gain momentum. And gosh, in the first year, I can't remember the exact numbers, Maria, but their business was up somewhere around around 50 to 60% wow. uh, that first year. And so they, you know, they they saw a lot of success with it. And I think that is indicative of, of what can happen. I'd, I never guarantee things because there's so many things beyond our control. But when you get those fundamentals in place, the level of everything that you do after that rises. You know, there's a much higher likelihood that the tactics you start to jump into are going to work that much better. Oh, that makes so much sense. Well, what a great story. I don't want you to panic about this amazing offer coming to an end, but I really felt called to share this with you. Flowdesk is offering a $19 per month lock-in price until November 2nd. Just in case you're wondering, Flowdesk is the most amazing email marketing platform ever. They have gorgeous templates that are super easy to use with features like unlimited emails, forms, and workflow automation. Staying in touch with your customers has never been easier. Just having unlimited emails and subscribers for the low price of $19 a month is a bargain. They even have Flowdesk University to help answer any of your questions, and their customer service is pretty incredible too. Do me a favor and just look at the platform. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Transferring my old list to this platform was a breeze. Be sure to check the show notes to get a special 50% off link while you still can. Now back to the show. Why do you think it's difficult to focus on the things that are really going to make the biggest impact? I think what I see from a marketing standpoint is so many businesses are just, they're battling information overload. There are so many different marketing channels. There are tons of different tactics within those channels. There's no shortage of information, right? There's no shortage of gurus out there saying, hey, Maria, you know, you got to be on Clubhouse. This is this is where all, everything's happening now, right? There's new information like that every single week. And when we're battling information overload, we just feel overwhelmed. And when we're overwhelmed, we just, we don't know what to do. We either do things haphazardly, right? Without having a plan in place, or we just feel stuck and we just don't don't do much of anything. And either one of those is not a good thing. I think when we can take things back to the, I hate to say the basics because 
I really do think it's more, it's more fundamentals that you need to get in place that are just there within your business and they happen without you really even thinking about them once you have them in place. When you're marketing very haphazardly and you don't have a plan in place, everything can look like an opportunity. And that's why people end up chasing shiny objects because they don't really have their priorities outlined in a plan. But when we have a plan in place and we know what our priorities are, we have clarity. And when we have clarity and we know what we need to do, what happens to our stress level? Our stress level goes down. Right. Well, it's almost like you're allowing somebody to ignore the five new platforms that came out because you've done the research and you know specifically what platforms are going to work for each client. So it, it almost seems better to have that targeted messaging as opposed to trying to be on every platform. Absolutely. And you can't, from a marketing standpoint, everything starts with your target market. If you don't know who you're going to serve, how you're going to serve those people, and who your ideal clients are within that target market, you can't possibly create messaging to communicate the value in what you do and really resonate with those people. You have to understand them first. You almost have to understand them better than they understand themselves as it relates to what you do. Then you can create messaging that's going to work. And then from there, you can create your plan of how you're going to get that message in front of those people. Well, could you explain the services that you offer and in general, what the price ranges are for those services? Yeah, absolutely. As it sits right now, our business is primarily marketing coaching and marketing consulting. So on the coaching side, I look at it as it's done with you. And we have we have multiple coaching programs. Some of our coaching programs are more geared towards a set period of time to help people get certain things in place and then they they can run with it. Other coaching programs are more ongoing and that pricing from an ongoing standpoint really depends on how involved we're going to get. I'll just give you some general numbers. You know, some of our fixed programs are in that 3 to 5,000 range. Our monthly coaching where we're just we're there as outside eyes to help guide people and make sure that they're going down the right path. Start in that 1,000ish a month range for coaching. On the consulting side, we have we have project-based work where maybe we're just doing fundamental work. We're helping people identify their target market, get their messaging in place, creating that plan. Those things, depending on what we're doing, can be anywhere from three grand to $7,500. And then from there, we get into website design and then we can help implement and manage people's plans. So we're not typically getting really tactical and doing the implementation work outside of website design, but we can help connect people with providers, we can manage those providers and really be their outsourced marketing manager or you know chief marketing officer. Because one of the things I find business owners struggle with, especially when they're trying to manage marketing people and that's not their, their thing, it's not the highest and best use of their time, they don't know how to manage multiple marketing providers and they don't know what they should be doing. And what ends up happening is they're managing a website person and a social media person and somebody that's doing SEO, their marketing becomes very disjointed. And you really need somebody that's driving that effort, that knows how to manage the players that are involved. And that's what we can do is act as that outsource manager for them to make sure that their plan is cohesive and it's being implemented correctly. Okay. That sounds great. I like when you can see that consistency and it really feels like this person is really trying to drive this point home. What actionable tips would you have for a small business owner that would like to improve their marketing plan, but maybe they're not quite yet ready to hire help? Yeah, it's a great question. First off, if you do not have the fundamentals in place, if you don't feel like you really have a good handle on who your ideal clients are, 
and you have clear messaging to attract those people, you have to start there. If you skip the fundamentals, you're going to waste time, you're going to waste money, and you're going to have to come back to them at some point. So that's where everything's going to start. From there, when you start to get tactical, I think after the fundamentals, your website is the most important marketing asset you have. Because everything that you do, whether you're marketing online or offline, people are going back to your website to check out your business. Even if your business is 100% referral, right? I have people that say to me, you know, hey, I'm 100% referral. And because of that, they feel like they don't have to have much of a presence online. I think they are totally missing the boat because they're losing out on referrals and they don't even know it. Because people go online and they're like, oh my God, these guys don't have a website or their website looks like it was from 2000. This doesn't instill confidence. I'm not going to call these people. The flip side of that is some of their referral sources may, may be like, gosh, I don't really feel comfortable referring them because I know they're going to go check out their website. And man, this is, no, this is not going to reflect good on me either. So you have to have a good website that communicates a clear message and has a really strong call to action to, to let people know, hey, you're visiting our site. What's the next step if I want to work with you? What do you want me to do? Your website is super, super important. It's the hub of everything. So even if you're 100% referral business, you got to have a strong website at a minimum. So that's always the next place to start. And then from there, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit, I think, for, for most businesses. Email marketing, I think, is really, really important. People sometimes question whether it still works. It does. It's still super effective. And it is a marketing asset, a marketing channel that you own. When we start getting on social media, paid advertising, those are, those are marketing channels that we're renting. We don't own those. Those things can change overnight. My email list, I own. So I think starting to build your email list as early as possible is only going to benefit your business in the long run. Those are two things from a tactical perspective that they're not new, they're not super cool, but man, they work. And I think you really need to have those in place before you start getting involved in, in things that are beyond that. Right. Well, those are great tips. Tim, is there anything else that you might want to add that I didn't get to ask? I think the biggest thing I I would like to leave people with is I know marketing can be overwhelming sometimes because there's so many different moving parts going on. Just go back to those fundamentals and focus on that next measurable step that you can take to help you get to where you want to be. When we're overwhelmed and we've got all these different things that are coming at us, when we can focus on the small steps that we need to take, things all of a sudden become much, much easier and we feel like we're making progress. Right. Absolutely. Well, where can we connect with you? Best place, Marie, is our website, which is rialtomarketing.com. That's R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com. We do have some free resources for your listeners. If they go to rialtomarketing.com forward slash handmade dash CEO, there's a ton of free resources there to help people learn more about the fundamentals that we've touched on today. The tools that we use to help clients implement the fundamentals in their business are all there. If people get stuck, they're hitting roadblocks, just hit the get a free consult button there and be happy to chat and, and help people gain some clarity on where they should be focusing right now. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tim. Thanks so much for being here today. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, there you have it, my friend. Another amazing CEO creating calm in an overwhelming sea of marketing options. I love Tim's message on finding clarity. 
it makes sense to develop a strong plan and marketing foundation. Doing your homework ahead of time and with an expert will help you hone in on your main goal and give you permission to ignore all the other shiny new platforms. Be sure to visit the show notes to connect with Tim and to take advantage of his special resources page. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 